Welcome to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. I am Hav here, and I'm here with my beautiful bride of 28 years, Shannon Labrador. It sounds like we're getting in the ring and get a box. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Shannon Labrador. That's kind of cool. There you go. So I've got that announcer voice Now going I have on. the Rocky so, theme song in my head. Shannon, so we're here. We are in Oregon. It's beautiful. And we're going to be here for just a, a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, going to be. I've um, never been to Oregon. Potentially working with some some churches and uh, having some meeting with some other ministries, which is cool. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, uh, yeah, meeting with some people, meeting up with some very good friends as well. Yes. Uh, when we get to Washington, who have been supporters of uh, of of twenty four seven, and mm-hmm. so we're super excited about that. Yes. Yeah, but lots of cool things happening. Uh, we left California. Um, and they were lifting their mandates and their stuff and becoming, I don't even know if it's free California, I don't know what it is, but now here we are in Oregon and it's kind of like being back in California a little bit in that respect, (laughs) but it's just, it's beautiful. Anyways, um, it's been good. Uh, we've been on the road and you know, it's like we talked about last week, uh, challenging, stretching us for sure in many ways. And kind of the realization as you're looking behind you at the marriage lab that you were towing everything that we have behind us um, and like, oh, we're really doing this. Do you remember what I told you in the car the other day as we were pulling it? I said, I can't believe we actually are doing this. That we actually are doing this, yeah. No, it's crazy. Like this full-time ministry. Like we we talked about it a year ago, and I'm like, now we're actually doing it. Well, it's not just that. It's crazy. I actually want people to know that, as crazy as it is, like there's a lot of peace around it. And I don't know where you're at. Maybe you're on the edge of having to make a major change or transition or feeling you need to take a step of faith in something or take a risk and you're, it, you're, you're scared, you're not sure. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now that the moment you leave, the doors will open. The moment you take that step, things will become clear. Um, but you have to do your part. Like, you know, this is a a faith podcast, so we know God will do his part. Mm -hmm. Um, You need to do your part. So if you're staring down at what you want to be doing, do it. Yeah. Stop talking. Stop waiting. Jump into it. um, Plan, prepare, do what you need to, but step. Mm -hmm. And we told someone the other day, like, if you can figure it all out, it probably isn't God. Like if you can yeah, figure out the entire sure. plan and make it all work on your own and figure it then all I out wonder financially, if it's just you, I'm not saying it's not the right thing. I'm just saying it's something crazy when you're living in such a way where you're just dependent upon God and not yourself. Yeah. Right. In every way. For sure. So yeah, it's been, been fun. It's been fun. And, and here we are. I, I hope was, you guys can hear Shan. Okay. I, I the other day I was thinking of this story that happened to us 23 years ago and uh, I was like we have to tell this story on 24/7 marriage podcast because okay, I don't know where you're going but I'll go with you we're I'm slightly gonna roast you a little bit but it's okay we'll get, I'm used to it I actually get roasted by many people all the time pretty much wherever I go yeah but that is a sign that people love me. have deep love and affection and for, for you yeah, Javier that's true. That's it true. is so 23 years ago, we are taking our car in to get repaired, and we decide to walk over to the mall. I am seven, eight months pregnant. Yeah, because it was hot. And we are a month or so out from having our first child, Michaela. And I take Javi into a department store. Into Oh, I remember this story. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. It's not embarrassing. 
a little bit. Probably the embarrassing part Bobby, is hold on. Probably the embarrassing part is what I was wearing. That's more embarrassing than what actually happened. Yeah, I won't let's get just, into that. Let's just be clear okay. that. Sorry. So we're in a department store. I'm in the maternity bra, sh- bra section, and these racks are so close together, and my big belly, I cannot bend over to get the size I need. So I ask my lovely husband, hey, Pookie, I need that bra down there on that bottom rack. I can't get to it, and I need whatever I needed, a 36C. Okay, you don't need to know the size. You just needed something on the... Yeah, yeah. whatever. It was on the bottom. Well, they were big then. I was getting ready to nurse. So they were big. Moses. Okay, so he goes to bend over to get it. And did I say that the racks were close together? So as he bends over, the rack behind him pokes him in no. his rear okay. end. It didn't poke me in the rear end. Let me let me explain. I was wearing Dockers, like Dockers, and maybe some of you wear Dockers, but these you were, were like your dad pants. These on. were like dad pants Dockers. Like yeah. I was preparing for dadhood or something, but I was wearing these big Dockers. That didn't even okay. fit me that they well. They poked you in the it didn't bottom. It poked me. The the rack. It, the rack grabbed the pants right in the right in the <laughs> middle area of my booty, and it ripped a hole in them, exposing my chonis to the world. So, so let me finish the story because it gets better. So we go up to pay for now. Javi's like, great. Now I've got a hole in my pants in my dockers. I got a hole in my dockers. So we go up to the lady. I pay for my bra and Javier, you know, needs to always make things right. And he needs to tell the lady, hey, lady, um, just so you know, I was trying to help my wife get a bra and your racks are really close together. Maybe you guys could spread them out a little because your your rack ripped a hole in my pants. And she says, really? Let me see. And she wants Javi to turn around and expose his bottom part to her. And not only does she not only does she want to see the rip in his pants, she calls over what, two or three of her managers? No, she gets on those I don't know, whatever the story in her not intercom. Yeah, she wasn't like we have a man with a ripped pants in lingerie. <laughs> like it wasn't like that. It was she called somebody and asked the manager to come over and you know Three he wanted to, he come. wanted to look it, and then another manager came, <laughs> and they're like, they're not like looking at it, but you know they're like, we want to buy you a new pair of pants. That's why they were doing. It. They're trying to be nice, but no, yeah, I it was a bit embarrassing. Why are we telling this story? What's have to? It doesn't have to do with anything. Oh, it's, it's just, just funny. Sh- it's just, just it's just what's something funny that happened to Javier. <laughs> Shan just wanted to share. Okay, so there you go. So yeah, so don't bend over in the laundry department at Macy's in your, in doctor. your Dockers is a point we want to tell you. Uh, but also the marital point is, um, you know, support a, one another in those moments. And like a good bra. Yeah, and, <laughs> and and maybe and maybe yeah. I don't know why I tried to make. I always try to make things right. Like if something's not right, or I always want to bring justice or make things right no, or let Javier. them know. Like, hey, you probably need to look into that. It might be helpful just in case you know somebody else does this to their nice dockers. Anyways, so oh, guess what, people? Javier is not allowed to wear dockers anymore. I don't wear dockers no. anymore. No, no, haven't in quite a while. So we wanted to uh, chat a little bit. Um, Sham mentioned one. That we were just talking about this the other day. Um, so we just kind of wanted to, you know, just have a quick discussion around what, it, what serving, right? What yeah. it means to serve one another. We talk about it a lot mm-hmm. at boot camps and workshops and all that. But 
we can't cover it all, but we're just going to high level some things because it seems people don't truly understand what that means. Yeah, definitely. In definitely. When you hear the word, we think of the person who brought my dinner to my table at the restaurant. That's a server. But it's still They're the serving. word serving. Yes. So we always find we, we we definitely know the word and we can take we can think of different instances and situations where we've been served by someone uh, at a restaurant or things like that at the bank, the lady, you know, whatever. Well, she's a banker. That's different. But when it comes to marriage, this is a word that um, isn't readily used. And I run across a lot of people who they are not totally familiar with this word. And uh, really, really knowing how to apply it to your marriage. Yes. Why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm laughing. Cause I know I'm, I'm with you in the serving, but it's always this battle with your microphone and, and, and your voice. And so I just had this image pop in my head. I'm going to strap like your head to the microphone so you don't move your head when you're speaking. I don't know why I thought about that right now. Just the image came into my head. After this podcast, if you don't hear me on the next podcast, it's because Shannon has gotten rid of me because yes. she's frustrated. With oh, my me. gosh. Um. Anyways, so it is true that people don't have – it's concept. not I, they hear the word serving and serving one another in marriage but serving is a very selfless act um and it's like i i look at it as a, a servant leader is what yeah. we're called to be in marriage and, and you both servant, should be servant leaders a servant leader is described as somebody who serves to serve first mm -hmm. so they live to serve somebody first they serve to serve first and to serve other people mm -hmm. and i think it's jimmy evans of marriage today gives his example of like you know if you're sitting across a table from one another um and imagine you have like a fork and a spoon tied on your hands but they're like really long they're like a foot two feet long there's no way that you can actually feed yourself and take care of yourself but the person across from you is the same and they can actually reach across and f serve you and feed you and take care of you and they get to do that they're serving you mm -hmm. and so he just gives that mental picture of like serving one another um and because we talk about our boot camp that the best kind of marriage is two servants who are in love yes who are looking for ways to radically outdo and serve one another all the time. Mm -hmm. I right? believe that there's a lot of people in marriage who would say, yes, I we do things for each other and we, we like to, you know, whether it's I make dinner or they put gas in the car. But I really want those people that haven't adopted the word serve to really adopt this word into their marriage and really add it to their vocabulary. But... I want them to leave this podcast also really having an understanding of what it means to serve and what it means to be those two servants in love yeah. serving each other. Yeah, I mean, you get to serve one. I don't yeah. – okay, this is, not this is not blowing my own horn, but, like, I love to serve you. Like, I find – my greatest privilege is to find ways to serve Shannon consistently every single day. I'm looking for ways to actually serve Shannon. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it, it, to me, it's a very natural thing. And I know to other people, it's not natural, but you have to serve your spouse in spite of what you feel you need or what you want. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're serving their needs, yeah. not 
the things that you want. And you're not serving because of what you want. You're serving because of who they are and that you desire to Mm -hmm. serve them because it reflects and images Christ in the greatest way possible. Like it's a beautiful reflection of God's love when you serve Mm -hmm. your spouse radically, sacrificially, when you serve them first. And I'll go out on a limb and say, I was not always that way. So I did not always have a heart or a desire to serve you. I really didn't even understand the word serve. I knew doing things for you was important early on in marriage, but I didn't really have a heart to serve you. So that came much later in marriage for us. And now I love to find ways to serve you. I love to find ways to make your life a little bit easier. Um, And it can come in the most simple, mundane things is when you're like, hey, will you fill up my water bottle with ice and water before I head out? (sighs) Yeah, I will. And it's just those small touches and those small things where we can just add value to each other. And, and, And I hope that it's reciprocated, that it's just... I feel that you're thinking of me and I hope that you feel that Shannon is thinking of me and she'll, she will, she will find ways to serve me and go out of her way for me. Yeah. And we've had people who say like, I, I've been serving and I do things for them and I, and and again, it's not doing it just because like, even that you're just told to, and it's not doing it because you want anything in return. Um, You serve, right? Because you have a heart to love pursue the other individual but also reflect christ in your marriage um and you're not serving again for your needs right or your wants but you're serving them sacrificially and so you're kind of getting out of the way and it's and you have to reject scorekeeping when you're serving also like there's no scorekeeping in serving like well i did this and this and this and they're not doing this and i did this but they haven't done this so now it's two to three yeah like it's you have to reject scorekeeping not keep score because you don't you don't what are you gonna do stop serving them because they didn't do the same thing for you or because they might be having a difficult week or a difficult month and Maybe they haven't been doing things like they used to or serving you in such a way or being attentive to your needs as they used to. So you're going to stop serving and loving them or you're going to have grace, understanding, and continue to serve them regardless because, you're again, you're not doing it because you're being forced to or because you want something in return. You're doing it because you're called to do it. Yeah, but it also is dying to yourself. Daily. And that's hard to do because you have to lay your flesh on the altar and lay down what your wants and needs are. But back, just back to what you were saying, when you feel like you've been the spouse who's been serving and the other spouse isn't reciprocating, maybe they were, but they aren't now. Yeah. Don't you believe that's an invitation into why has, why has it changed? Is there something going on with my spouse? So instead of making it about you, and like, why won't, why aren't they doing the things for me that I'm doing for them? Why are they forgetting about me? Why aren't they putting my needs first? Maybe it's an invitation for you to find out what's going on with my spouse. Yeah. Is there something going on um, that they're not sharing with me about? Is there something that's weighing on them at work? Is there something about the season of life that they're in that's taking a toll on them? So automatically we go to the place where we make things about us, where it's actually an invitation to be like, maybe I need to dig a little deeper. Maybe there's something going on with my spouse that I need to help them with. Yeah. That's why they're not responding the way they used to with me. 
Yeah. So I, I challenge people with yeah, that. Yeah, and it's surveying. There's there's something I, I was, well, where she was talking, I was looking for something. And and, and, I, and it, it relates to serving is like not seeking what's best for you. Like I'm going to serve because I'm seeking what's best for me and what I might get out of it. Because um, too often I think we're measuring like success in our marriage by the outcomes we want that would be best for us. Um, and sometimes in serving, it is sacrificial. It is like serving my spouse. And I may not get that in return at that moment. But you do the right thing regardless. You do the right thing even if the wrong thing is being done. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you when you start serving your spouse and you start doing things for them, and it could be simple. You come in and you do the dishes after you just got home from a long day. And instead of being upset that the dishes weren't done and, you, and you're sitting there and you're wondering what did she do all day because you got home and the dishes aren't done or what did he do all day and you got home and dishes weren't done. Like maybe I'm sure there's a reason why that happened. I'm sure there's a reason behind that. So instead of saying anything, how about you just serve them and you just do the actual dishes, right? That's a, that's an act of service that there's no expectation of anything in return. Can I do the dishes passive aggressively while hemming and hawing no, and making noises? No, and you don't do it passive aggressively. Mm, you serve with a joyful attitude. That's the other mm -hmm. part too. Serve with a joyful attitude. Serve with um, with yeah, the right attitude. Right attitude, right? for sure. And uh, and being sure that it's not being done like, yeah, I'm going to do this for them, but I don't really want to do this. But And then making sure they know, hey, I did the dishes for you <laughs> because you didn't do it, or I did this for you because you didn't take care of it. Yeah. Like, no, like you just give of yourself. Yeah. And I promise you, like I, I tell guys this all the time, like I promise you, I guarantee to you 100%, if you would die to yourself daily and serve your spouse radically, selflessly, it pays incredible dividends. Yes. Come on, like preach it. Crazy, it, preach it, like it. it and, it's, and it's not trying to, again to manipulate them to get them what to do what you want. But it literally is that your spouse then desires to do the same for you, to mm -hmm. serve you. Yeah. Right? And this applies even if you're not married, if you're dating, if you're in a relationship. Serve one another. Yes. Because when you serve the person you're dating, you're now displaying to them what it's going to look like when you get married one day, hopefully. Yes. You're showing them this is what you can look forward to. I am a servant leader who is going to serve and pursue you, yes. not out of my own wants and needs, but because I'm called to and because of who you are. Don't stop dating somebody if they say, I'll serve you once we get married. Oh, please. No, if a guy run, tells you run that, the other way. you girls better be running for the hills. If uh, any guy ever tells what? you, I'll do that when I get married. If he, he ain't, ain't doing it now, he ain't going to do it when you're married. He ain't going to do it. Trust no. me. And, and at the same time, you men, if you're doing things and you're serving her well, but then once you get married, you stop doing that because you think you got her, you're wrong because you sold her and told her this is how you're going to be and what you're going to do. Too many women come to us and say, like, that's what he sold me on. That's what he told mm -hmm. me. That's what he was when we were dating. And now he's this. Like, what happened to that guy? Because that's what he does. That's what he did. It's, it's not, not who, he, who was. he was. So it needs to be a part of his we're character. tell you. Make serving who you are. Be a servant leader in everything that you do. Serve to serve first. It honors God. It displays his love, his grace in a radical way. And it will change and transform your marriage, I promise. And yep. guys, I'll just tell you this. Be the first to do it. I'm not saying women don't, but men, step into that moment. Be the first to serve. 
the first to say I'm sorry, the first to say I love you, the first to like yeah, pursue her, communicate, say you want to talk. So that's a way of serving your spouse by going first, yes. by going first. I love it. So you know that 24-7 Marriage is a partner-supported ministry, and so we love that we have partners who are supporting us from churches, organizations, individuals, family, friends. We'd love for you to be part of that. You can go to 247marriage.org. You can partner with us there. Uh, there's many ways to do that. Um, we're also can find us on Instagram Facebook, and Facebook and, and on TikTok, TikTok at 247 Marriage. Mm-hmm. And should I talk about the podcast? Do you want to do it? No, you, you talk. Oh, I'm on the roll. You're okay, on a roll. So keep go going. for it, honey. So please go on and rate and review this podcast. And Tell others about the podcast. Subscribe. It helps us go up in the rankings. Um, and uh, it's it's doing great. And we want to be able to have more exposure to help yes. more marriages. As we continue to go as 24-7 marriage in the marriage lab across the U.S., um, once we start posting the itinerary, um, we want to hear from you. We would love to meet some of you. Um, we're going to still be doing coaching on the road. So there's opportunities to coach. Yes. Like you'll know where we're going. We can book that in advance. There's so many great things happening and coming down the pipeline. We're excited about that. So let's stay connected. And also, you know what? Go to the website. Um, and There's some free put, downloads there for you. There's some free downloads in the shop page. But also, put in your email. So we can keep you posted on yeah. what's going on and where we're going. And we send brief updates every Monday uh, through a simple text that will come to you. So go online and sign up for that. So you're all amazing, awesome. We love you guys. We do. And we're grateful love you for guys. each and have every a great one of week. you. And remember, always in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. You get to. Have an amazing week and we'll talk to you soon.